0: It's that blood babe, blood babe. Ow. Ella raised LDP with all the Show. smoke. It's that blood babe, blood, blood babe. Tou- Hello world, universe, everybody out there This is Blum Bay Podcast with your host, Candy Cubana The host with the mostest, yeah <laughs> But anyway, I hope everyone is doing well And yeah, let's get into the show This show is very fresh, very new And it's turning into a motivational podcast, I think Because I have a lot of motivational and things like that. So yeah, let's get into it. Three, two, Hello, world, universe. How is everyone? Hope all is well. Can a cubana in this thing though? Welcome to Blend Bay Podcast, and um. Yeah, I like the aesthetics right now. Like, I don't know, quit. Oh my goodness. This going to be a high show. Yeah. This going to be a high show. Cuz I'm talking about pedigree facts. Pedigree. <clears throat> Episode 4 by the way She trucking She trucking She trying <laughs> She's moving along and You guys I um, You know Fun fact real quick I got my um, Some equipment So I'll be able to ooh, Excuse me Tits Hitting the mic I'll be able to Set up visuals And like Not worry about how I'm like Sitting and standing And you know, how all this is going right now. Because y'all don't see what's going on. <laughs> but I'm making it work, though. But anyway, let me get to some key points real quick. Let me um, not hold y'all up at all. Um, I needed a lava lamp bulb. Because I love lava lamps. And it was hard as fuck trying to find a lava lamp light bulb. So I went to like a few Walmarts. Or whatever, and I couldn't find no damn lava lamp up. so I'ma just order it, like I do everything else, right? Like we all do, right? Just order the shit. And people with these leashless dogs, because I'm a dog owner, so let me let me get it together real quick, cause I'm finna. Child, get mad, get mad. I almost like, I almost caught a body today, and I'm not talking about a human. I'm talking about an animal, and that don't make it better. But this dog almost caught all of these. All he almost caught all of this business trying to get up with me and my um my animals tonight, and um. I don't appreciate that. So everybody that's listening that have dogs that don't have leashes, we are not responsible for what happens if people feel endangered. Okay. (laughs) And that's just that on that. And I'm not playing at all. Blimey. babe. So, um, let me talk about this week This week has been, um, copasetics, slow motion, not too much action I went to work, I got the hustling, and, and now I'm on to my passion side of the game, which is this show Yay! Yes Now this episode is titled Pedigree Facts What is that, you ask? Well, this to me simply means Like Hmm This simply means to me like a DNA check, your characteristics, shit that that you're made of, who you are, what you stand for, your integrity, your values, your morals, your codes of ethics, your inner makeup, basically. So I want to give a roundabout makeup of me because that whole mysterious thing is cool up until a certain point, you know, it's sexy, it's cool, it can sometimes protect you away from people that... Like to, you know, do spirit campaigns Or, you know, tell secretly rumors Or whatever of your life Or twist and tangle stories From their false perspectives Now, why bring this up? Like, why even talk about this, right? Why is this a topic? Well, for too long, people have been faking The funk, y'all About who they are And what they do and where they really come from, I never understood about not being proud of where you originate, and it's like it's like it's like I can't understand my handwriting right now it's <laughs> you know it's like it's like, oh, it's like my G. You're not even proud of where you come from. People claim towns and states that didn't, they don't know nothing about like no culture, no history, no roots, nothing. Nobody knows them. It's pathetic and really sad. So I'm going to be the example of what I preach, what I spew or rant about. Mm. About that life. Oh with the smoke though It's really important to me For people to understand me You understand me Shout out to E40 I've been listening to that Day Shift album (laughs) Shout out Yes I am a real West Coast Native representative And I stand on that Cause We get love But sometimes I feel we're overlooked Now I feel they think West Coast, they think, what? Dr. Dre, shout out. Ice Cube, shout out. Tupac, shout out. Because he claimed it, okay? I don't want to hear it. Now, he was born on the East Coast, but he was embraced. And he lived, loved, and rapped about, and even died on the West, you know? West. So, now pedigree facts. Let's start with... The basics Now I told you guys The name of this podcast And why I chose that name Is a little background on the show right I already did that I gave you that Listen to one and two and three I'm drinking um Rebel And I'm just shouting out brands and everything Like it's just whatever Whatever Okay, now the, un- the other underlying question, the boiling curiosity, would be, what the hell is a candy cubana? Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh man. Well, I mean, that's a valid question. That's a serious, valid question right there. What incarnation is a candy Cubana? I ask it like that because I know some people will ask that and have asked that. Well, to be blunt, babe, it came from the origin of two families merged into one. Oh my goodness. Let me like the busy on that. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's a beautiful thing right there. That's some good shit to know. All right, so this is um, this is this is facts, okay? All right, let's get to some facts real quick. Oh, I like it. Did this, this me unplug? Okay, so. Meaning, Candy is my dad's side, right? Meaning, Cubana is my mother's side. Now, Candy was given to me by my grandmother, Diana. Shout out to Miss Diana. We call her mom, even though she's our grandmother. So yeah, she appointed me with this name because my obsession for Candy, (laughs) y'all. As a child. I guess it was pretty serious, so I got a nickname for it. I had cousins named Cookie and Peaches, shout out. So mom had a kitchen of names for us, okay? Me and Miss Diana laugh about it to this day, and I told her I use it as my stage name, right? So I told my grandmother this. She knows. I've been using it since I started doing music professionally at 18 and 19 years old. Yay! Woo-woo. Now at first, I went by Candy Girl. Be like Candy Girl, you know, on the back. If you go back and listen to my older songs with the the bad EQ and levels because we were finding ourselves and learning how shit worked and didn't give a fuck, we just wanted to create. So you'll never hear me saying Candy Girl. No, you will be hearing me say Candy Girl. You'll be hearing me say it back then. Oh, my goodness, y'all. This, oh. We're gonna, we gonna switch the video real soon for the for the people cause, yeah. Now as I grew up and got older I learned some um some damn history about myself. I found out I was Cuban. Yay. Like for real for real. And just because you're not from that country your blood your dna your makeup your pedigree you know ladies and gentlemen now don't get it twisted don't get it wrong i knew my mother was mixed right with like black latina right from her dad my grandfather julio shout out to my grandfather that started this gangster shit Honestly, but that's another drink at a different bar. <laughs> love you, Papito. Mi amor, Maria. <laughs> no, nah, I love you, dog. love you, Grandpa. Here I go with my Paquito Espanol. Ay, ay, ay. <laughs> I fell Spanish in high school, y'all. Fun fact real quick. I did. They didn't know what to do. Okay. <laughs> Let me not right. So I felt I felt Spanish in high school in Lancaster Because they wasn't Teaching me right so I stopped Paying attention and I Failed I failed in the bitch And that's my story and I'm sticking To it and that's what happened That's when teachers don't really um, Give a fuck about the Students and try to just be there For the check you know The ones yeah you The ones with no passion, no regard for students, actual learning, and graduating. And I know a small pocket of you might be like, those are, you know, essential workers and important to the community and teachers are selfless and like second parents to the kids and teens, but let's be blunt, babe. (laughs) A lot of the teachers don't be caring like that because the parents don't give a fuck like that. So they feel like, why should we Hmm, let me see, but that should be more of a reason though for the teachers to be in the child's life because if you see that there's trouble, some type of non-structure of love and teaching going on in the home, then you should want to, you know, fill that void because you chose to be a teacher, you know, ding, 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 (laughs) Like I had, I had substitute teachers that fell asleep. All right, <laughs> like was knocked out. We was throwing like you know paper balls at them and stuff at they, you know, at their forehead. Like what? Like get out there. Teachers that would give out homework and not really explain the shit, and then you go home and you can't do it, Pfft, man. Then you fail. Then your parents looking at you like what the fuck. It's like all this hidden shit that causes these trickling down effects. But that's my rant. You know, you guys, you know. <laughs> i be, I'll be. Yeah. Okay, let me see. But yeah, um, I just had to speak about how sometimes, just maybe, you know, it'd be the teacher's fault. Just sometimes. And also the parents. It's all a trickling effect on the child, on period. But I digress. Pedigree facts. Being that I come from two different cultures, because like I was saying, my father is black. My mom is Cuban and black. My parents are both from the United States. And some people like to say Cuban is black and black is not a nationality. And look, I get all of that. All right. I'm speaking my pedigree right now. We can get technical later. So Candy Cubana is how I get to my stage name, which is the CEO of my company and business that I am proud of. It's a statement and most definitely one of a kind. As much as I love my samples and covers, I am an OG type of bitch, queen lady. And originality is key authenticity has always been my energy no matter who I pay homage to okay I will spin that shit like it was mine that is just being original when you don't sound like nobody else that's original when you're not doing what everybody else does that's original seems like we need a class on you know originality lord take the wheel <laughs> now i've been writing as a kid been in my own world on my super trooper threat swag looks talent business savvy you heard <laughs> that was bars from my ep i'm dropping that is a fun fact uh, let me see, I have been writing as a kid, I, I did want to be a news reporter, I can't believe I should, <laughs> or a host or something on TV when I was young, I would write poetry and little raps, little, little nasty raps, every, every kid started off with nasty raps for sure. Every entertainer has that first, like, nasty. <laughs> I still remember mine. It was like, all I need in this world is more money, more cheese, and, of course, a bomb nigga to get on his fucking knees. I don't need no talking. Sure not no stalling. It's time for your tongue to do all of the walking. You know it's time to give me some alpha show. We could do this in the car, in that room, or hit the flow. I mean, floor. Just close the door. Keep breaking that shit, Could I won't. So I'm and that was my first rap And I like that Like like what? Like look at that Like I was maybe like 14 to 16 Writing like that Of course being highly influenced by the Kims The Foxys Even Missy Had them raw as nasty bars So the shit came easy to me I remember My ex former high school friend was She was on that rap She would rap it sometimes So I knew it was a smash I did I knew it In a previous episode I laughed about being the only black girl With a diary like Clarissa Explains It All Or Harriet the Spy Mind you these are all 90's Kiddish bubblegum Caucasian women that journaled shit And you know Kept a a pen and paper or something like that With a pad Talked about their life, date, what's going on with them, just jotting shit down, right? And come to think of it, you know who else journaled? Jump bro, jump bro And I totally forgot, but Moesha. <laughs> Yes, I said Moesha, yes Brandy Norwood, the lovely singer, of course, had a TV sitcom It was a smash It aired on UPN Network, which is no longer From 96 to 2001 This ties into my weekly black facts, y'all Because it does not have to be February Which is the shortest month anyway Okay, ding, ding so we will be celebrating Miss Brandy Boo Boo First of all, I love Brandy I love you Hi Brandy, if you are listening it, Somebody share this with Brand Brand, please <laughs> So, um, first of all, I love Brandy Her voice, her songs are timeless And still ring to this day Now of course she is not on the radio every day But her fan base is solid So her brand will always stand the test of time. Only she can mess it up because her foundation is lay, baby. Let's get into it. Brandi Norwood as Moesha Denise Mitchell, a high school student living with her family. In Lamarck Park area of Los Angeles, she made her debut on ABC Thea as daughter of single mother. Um, 93 Yeah ABC A show called Thea She was the daughter of a single mother named Thea In 93 on ABC And that show uh, Unfortunately it got low ratings And it lasted one season So this was her building Her career right It's like her Like her little pinky toe Her foot in the dough So let's see But It earned Brandy a Young Artist Award nomination for Outstanding Youth Ensemble. So that was very cute. She then moved on to her hit show, Moesha, in 96. Now sidebar, Mo had all the fine niggas. Okay, (laughs) y'all. Go back and look. I gotta go actually... You know what I'm going to do? Because I'm a collector's item type of bitch. When it comes to DVDs, I'm going to go order some Moesha's. She has some fine ass niggas on her show. Uh, Brothers, excuse me. She has some fine brothers. Fine (laughs) uh, kings. Kings on her show. We not about to go down. Um, No list. But Brand Brand had taste taste. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Go check the pedigree. Brandy was awarded a NAACP Image Award for Moesha. Then in 97, she was handpicked by Whitney Houston, another queen legend, shout out, rest in peace, to play in television's version of Cinderella, which was one of my favorite movies. I need to get that one to my collection. I need to get Moesha and I need to get Cinderella. So yes, it garnered, um, 16 million viewer count given disney network its highest ratings in the time period in 16 years and won a grammy emmy awards the following year as they should yes queen's legendary work at its finest and since we own black facts but black fact fun fact within a black fact Brandy was supposed to be and set it off, but she turned it down allegedly. She was on the soundtrack, a song called Missing You with singers Tamiya, Gladys Knight, and Shaka Khan Queens. Um, that song is so emo, it just makes you emotional, but it's so effective. <laughs> With a great movie, okay? So, she turned set it off down to play in the big screen. She made her big debut in I Still Know What You Did Last Summer. And that movie was cute. Not scary, but it was cute. Um, I can see her moves. I, I'm not mad. Because uh, that movie outperformed the original I Know What You Did Last Summer. And you know how sequels are. You know, it's hard to beat the originals, right? So, Brandy smashed that one out the park in the sequel. And with a total of $16.5 million in its opening weekend, the movie did receive some backlash, of course, because there's always haters. But that's just the name of the game. But she's getting that coin, though. And the moves though It's called chess baby But brand still went on to garner a blockbuster entertainment award And an MTV movie award Nomination Oh remember blockbuster rental video stores you guys You would go in there and search for movies like Netflix Buy your snacks, your popcorn, your licorice Right there and just be done It was a moment, you know. They still have a few warehouse stores, like the FYE stores. It's called Zia on the West Coast. You can go get DVDs, CDs, vinyl. It's the nostalgia for me. (laughs) I collect my favorite DVDs, and that's my quote-unquote thing. (laughs) I like collecting movies. I really, I fuck with because I don't trust this digital shit all the time. You never know. With one button, everything gone. So moving on. So Brandy, she then went on to um, in '99 to play alongside Diana Ross in the telly film drama Double Platinum. Then she went on to do TV shows as guest star, talent judge shows, America's Got Talent, reality shows with her brother Ray J. She played on the game. I love the game. I really like that show. Brandy had her own fucking Barbie doll. Let's stop playing with the Queen. Round of a fucking applause. Standing ovation. Who does that? Okay. That's what I'm talking about. Y'all, y'all, y'all gotta put some respect. Y'all gotta put some respect on Brand. Uh Brandy Norwood. Period, Pooh. Do your Googles. She real life had a Barbie doll 99, y'all. <clears throat> and it had braids. It had micro braids. It was beautiful. So, she went she meant a lot, okay? You guys, she meant a lot to black little girls like me. And um, possibly Latinas too, and white girls and in Indians and Asians, but I'm speaking for me and my culture because this is what I am. So, You know, she is the California queen. She's a California queen. Brandy, we love you. I love you. And shout out. Shout out, Shout out. So, Candy Cubana Mm. and her pedigree. I grew up in South Central LA. I was an only child. I had a lot of time to myself. I had space. I had freedom and, um... You know, the environment to create. I was raised by my mother, my great grandmother, and my aunts. My dad was in my life, I'll say 50-50. I'll say that. I, I knew him as a child. Um, we did do things together. Me and my little cousins and him, we did do things together. I did have a relationship with my father. I ate his food. I know his temperament. I know my dad. Emotionally, there has been a disconnect with both of my parents, unfortunately, but I never let that mold me as a person, you know what I'm saying? I just always say people can't give you what they never have, what they've never seen, what they've never felt, (laughs) Hmm. deep, deep, right? Which brings me to the point of not being negative and bitter in life. I mean, as a kid and a teen, you you, you, you live reckless. You do stupid shit <laughs> for attention or out of hurt or just because you feel like no one gives a fuck. And the thing is, when you do that, you only hurting yourself. <laughs> mm. Well, that person is living their best life. You're over there just hurting, drowning in pain and in sorrow. And you have an outer body experience. You know, you feel me? You understand me? Like, I believe in therapy, healing, any type of therapeutic counsel. To, To believe you me, you guys, you're not the only one with Mommy neglect issues, daddy abandonment issues, nobody to really talk to, understand you, there for you. Just, you're just, you're growing up and you're just going through life phases. Now, all people do not go through these things, but for the ones that have, I'm with you. I'm talking to you. This podcast might be just for you. I've also felt love, care, respect from growing up. I've had toys and gifts and things like that. Material bullshit. (laughs) But it was a lot of uh, missed hugs and time spent, you know? And conversations missed the emotional aspect of things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I was spoiled a little bit, and as I should be, I was the only girl. So that should be evident, right? Though I did not have the world, I had enough. I was grateful. I'm grateful. I had enough of every dose you can give a child, from the great grand scale to the lowest status in. To where I had everything I wanted and needed To a, who can I talk to About my day to day Okay Facts So I can relate on both spectrums of Your point of views No my parents were not perfect But I do believe they loved me With all their heart I didn't ask to be here But I am forever Grateful and you should be as well Because we are If you are listening We are the percent that made it Out of the gazillions of sperm and egg cells So We are the chosen Step into your power mm. Ooh. When did I write this? where did you get this at? So, let's recap real quick. Who is Candy Cubana? I am government <clears throat> Ashley Hall of Fame to all you nosy motherfuckers, but you can call me Candy. I will not answer to Ashley unless you are my family or close relatives, friends. I chose my name by merging my families. My grandfather is full-blown Cuban from Santiago, Cuba. He moved to the States around seven, nine years old, fell in love with an African-American, quote-unquote, black queen, and the rest is history. Rest in peace to my grandmother, Miss Linda, who passed in 96. And I love you, I miss you. I lost two grandmothers in 96. Miss Dorothy, on my father's side, I love you, and I miss you as well. Shout out to the angels. Shout out to the ancestors. I was about seven, eight years old in 96. I vaguely remember Pog dying, y'all. That year as well. It was a gloomy year that year, you guys. I was young, but the vibes at that time. So rest in paradise to all those angels. 96 was tough. Let's highlight other pedigree facts. I did graduate high school. Whew, with by the grace. Because I wasn't finna be no dummy. <clears throat> I fought. I ditched. I smoked weed. Failed classes. Cursed teachers out. Went to continuation. But still managed to graduate. And my graduation was so lit. And I cried. Okay? Because in my mind, I thought I was going to have this old little wink-a-dink Ceremony By the basketball court (laughs) Some shit Cause you know we was like the bad kids But God came through Like he always do I had the big official On the football field ceremony At another nicer school But all the continuations Got together um, When we graduated All over like the LA area We all got together And that shit was lit as fuck Shout out to uh, 2006 And 2007 Yeah And I probably show my age And I don't really give a fuck Because it's how you feel And low key how you look But that's another drink at a different bar But um the, The graduation was lit you guys um, uh, I danced I walked across the stage I danced across the stage um, I wore stunner shades at my graduation just cool just a cool little LA bitch shit you know my family was there and it was everything to me <laughs> that shit meant everything to me and my prom date was there Daryl Jacobs rest in peace Shout out to that king, that young man. He died that uh, following year, 2008, I believe, uh, due to gang violence. And um, that's another shot, bottle, (laughs) around at another bar. But rest in peace to that young man. And any man, any woman that died from gang violence or any type of violence... 'Cause it's just it's pointless. It really is. Cause I lost my friend. You know? And that shit's fucked up. Alright. So I didn't even I ain't even write that part. But um I had to step away real quick. <laughs> so I was a year late, but bitch, I'm still great. <laughs> so so far i got education i went to some community colleges with interests in fashion now media and broadcasting is more of my focus lately along with my music so i've never been a stupid non-seeking of knowledge type of person i always want to know so i can always grow speaking of growth I had to grow up, quote-unquote. Remember that episode, I had to get grown? Well, at least I felt like I had to. So I graduated, and I moved out, get with my ex. We'll call him Caddy for for now, on um, um, personal reasons. This is my show. So anyway, me and Caddy, Caddy, like C-A-D-D-Y, Caddy. Me and Caddy were together about six years. So six years out of my life... Um, As a young adult, I'm doing music, I'm recording, I'm writing, I'm singing in bands in the hood in L.A. Some of them was on drugs. Me and me and Caddy was not Um, a little alcohol, a little blunt, babe. And that's about it over here. Real talk. (laughs) Anywho, as I'm with Caddy, we're traveling from state to state because he likes to hustle. He will sell his merch, products, goods, services. I was not that. I was not his goods and services. <laughs> he had his own thing going on, and I was literally his woman and there for the ride, and I was taken care of. Um, um, he was a musician. Um, I always dated and attracted musicians. Well, of course, so we eventually end up living in Vegas, Aviva, together, and we broke up. Um, I couldn't wait to break up because I was not happy in that relationship. I don't think um, I was ever happy in it. I was very young, you guys, and in, in LA or any other hood, it's about survival more than anything. I was in a lot of relationships based off survival and circumstances. Than anything, I was in a lot of relationships based off survival and circumstances. Mm. I had to um, hit the blunt real quick. I'm going over um my time a little bit, but I'm not gonna hold you guys to. Too much longer. I promise. I promise. Just wanna get this out, you know. We I got y'all drank. I got y'all smoke. All right. So, all my relationships, like I said, um, probably like a lot of y'all motherfuckers, uh, was based off of um circumstances. So, um. And when you do shit like that, you set yourself up for failure every time because you're with that person for all the wrong reasons. And sometimes, unconsciously, you don't know it. And <clears throat> subconsciously, I would be in relationships because we needed each other, not because we wanted each other. That's a big highlight, capital letters, big difference. <clears throat> ding ding. That's not. Who I was though That um That's not That's not who I was So none of them ever Lasted Me being in a broken place At a vulnerable state I was attracting people Just like me I had to realize Why I would attract These type of people That was them That was the gag (laughs) So self work Time reflect, time passing To get wiser Hopefully You learn from your mistakes Hopefully Nope (laughs) After that relationship The next one and the next one and the next one (laughs) Wait Why is it The next one What be going on? (laughs) What be happening? I know, right? So after I moved from Cali, then to AZ with um, then to Vegas, we break up. I get in another relationship in Vegas, we break up. Another one, we break up, we break up, right? So I've been single for a minute now. (laughs) Basically, in a nutshell, motherfuckers, That's what I'm trying to tell you. Okay. So, I don't just hop in relationships anymore. No matter how lonely it get, it's hard to get close to me, but now that, I know what I know, you know? Self-love, self-respect, self-value is what I had to teach myself. This is something a school, a teacher cannot teach you. This has to be instilled in you. It can't be faking or half steps. When I did break up with Katty, people that knew me were together and that knew we were together, oh, she didn't fake us all by herself. I know they got to pondering and wondering what I do? not do because I ain't know nobody. Who she know out there? Like for somebody to I have no family, <clears throat> no friends, no real support. Of course, I could have moved back to Cali, but I didn't want to. And if I did that, I would have felt defeated, conquered, like a loser. So, first of all, Cali rent to me is high as fuck for no reason. And the traffic, the smog, the parking I don't know, sis. It's a lot. I just really. La vegas i like how clean it is the space the air is dry but it helped my acne so it's cool with me and it only get hot three months out the year they have beautiful affordable homes that i soon hope to do real estate in and have my own dream home here soon that goal is my goal i'm cali to the death of me and born and raised 20 years plus Now I'm 10 years in the game in Vegas. And I love it. My whole point in moral is my pedigree. Mm. Back to that. It's something no matter no circumstances, you take necessary risks that are uncomfortable, iffy, shaky, whatever. If you can stand it. It's like welcome to the jungle. You know. I've been through it to get to it You don't want to. You don't listen. That's why you can't play with me. And bitches can't play with me. Cause I. Okay. Now. I don't recommend none of this shit to a young girl. Okay. Cause she may not come out like me. Take it like me Pause Whatever It's all how you maneuver Through the manure End quote (laughs) And I just made that shit up It's all how you maneuver Through the manure Don't don't go steal it bitch I know y'all like to do that So kids Take from this story Not to give up Not to be content with your environment Or your growth You can leave your city, your state, your country. You can start over. Start from scratch. Breathe in new land, new vibes. Don't be afraid of change. It can be beautiful. So thank you guys for listening this week. I appreciate my followers and fans. More to come. Blah, blah. Thank you for listening this week i appreciate my followers my fans my subscribers go check me out on ig candy underscore cubana c-u-b-a-n-a that's on all platforms also visuals coming for the podcast on youtube blunt babe tv that's blunt babe tv blunt babe podcast mm.